Hey, it's Marina, travel experta. Today, we are going to be talking about Oaxacan markets and the food of Oaxaca. Are you guys ready for an adventure? Let's begin. Did you know that Oaxaca is literally the culinary hub of Mexico? Just a little reference, Mexico is huge. And Mexico is pretty well known in the world for their culinary. Interestingly enough, inside Mexico, Oaxaca is like the actual culinary hub. And for good reason. This is where the majority of the food is originated from. It's so... Everything in this culture of Oaxaca is pretty much based around different types of foods. And you could really find this culture, this booming, this love for food and all that stuff in the mercados, the local markets of Oaxaca. So before we arrived here, I did so much research on all the different types of foods. I mean, there's just too many to mention. And the markets, they must have more markets than any other city or place that we have definitely visited. However, what I want to focus on is pretty much talking about like two specific markets and then they have countless of outdoor food stands and little... I don't want to say food trucks, but like they're like the little food vendors as well that sell a lot of stuff. First and foremost, they have two main markets and they are literally one in front of the other. So when you go to one, you definitely will be going to the other. The first one, which is their oldest, which is over almost 170 years old, it's called Benito Juarez. Interestingly enough, that's not really where you go for the food. That is mainly where you get like, you know, everything that you'll need for the home and artisan stuff. But they do have food and mezcal. Mezcal is such a big part of the Oaxaca culture that no matter where you go, you will find mezcal. And they have huge, beautiful mezcal uh, stands that you could just thousands of different flavors and everything you could imagine. Also, if you are interested in mezcal, even if you don't like it, just the understanding the culture, go and listen to my mezcal podcast because they also have really great tours or experiences that I really recommend you do it. And also just to learn about the whole mezcal culture because it is really interesting. So right in front of Benito Juarez, or right next to it kind of is the most important food market of all of Oaxaca. And that is 20 de noviembre or 20th of November. It is over 60 years old. And this is literally where you could see the culture of the food of Oaxaca. And it's interesting because it is you have to have a semblance to it, right? There's actually a structure to it. So when you enter it from the main entrance, which is literally across the street from Benito Juarez Mercado, so you enter and you first few rows are soups. So you could buy all sorts of soups. Then they have an entire section that is just the breads. Bread is a really important thing for them. And one of the most important breads that you will find all over Oaxaca is Pan de yema de, de mantequilla. Literally, what it means is that it is made with egg yolk 
and butter. And it is very obviously flavorful and heavy and you will find it everywhere. And it is a staple in their diets. And it's a huge section. Then you move on to the comedores. The comedores is where you sit and the food is made directly in front of you and for you. And it was absolutely amazing for me to see that these comedores were packed, packed with locals. This is not a tourist thing, guys. What makes it so cool is that it was just packed with local and it didn't matter when you came. It could have been during the weekday, could have been on a weekend, could have been on a holiday, packed and bustling and there's food being made everywhere. So then there's this whole comedores section, right? And there I'm going to get into the kind of foods that you could get in the comedores in just one second. But then you also have the world, the most famous section, and that is called Pasillo de Humo, which is literally smoky alley. And when you go in it, it is literally super smoky. Why? This is where all the meats are grilled for you. And as in with the market, there's also a very detailed structure to how this goes. First, you go over to the meats and they have all sorts of meats there for you, including sausage and chorizo and all these other meats. And what you do is you buy per kilo and you could do a mix of all the meats or just one specific meat. And then they literally grill it for you right there. So you do not have to pay yet. You then move on to the next section, which is the tortillas. They have a, that's not a really big section, but that's where you get the amount of tortillas that you want to eat with your, with your meat. From there, you go on to the condiment section. And this is where you have like the pickled stuff, the guacamole, uh, veggies, stuff like that, that you will be putting on with your tortilla with the meat. There's absolutely no silverware for this. Everything is done with a tortilla. So you will be using tortillas. Then you could pay and, go, and take it to go, or you could sit down like in a comedor and enjoy it. This is the drink section. So you could only sit at the table if you will be ordering drinks. If you're not going to be ordering drinks, you need to pay for everything else and then leave. So you could always find a table. The turnover rate is really quick, really fast. Again, this is the local stuff and the prices are super, super low prices and you get a lot for your money. So if you are into meat, really fun place, like really part of the experience that you need to check out. Now, I want to talk about some of the most important things that you will be able to taste when you go to the comedores. The thing is, when you first arrive there, it is chaos. It is overwhelming. So if you have certain foods that you really want to focus on, that helps a lot more. And the comedores, they're pretty they're pretty similar. I'm not going to lie. They're pretty similar. I'm sure some are better than others, but overall, they're pretty similar. So everything, Oaxaca is really, really well known for their mole, right? I have an entire podcast about the seven moles of Oaxaca because it is so part of their culture. It is so part of their community. So a lot of the food that they you will be able to buy there has mole as part of it. 
especially the tamales Oaxaqueños, which is literally a tamale, but it has like different moles. And usually the mole the, that you, you will get a lot of is the black mole, which is like the one that takes the longest. It also has the chocolate in it. Also, Oaxaca is really well known for their Oaxaca cheese, which is called quesillo, which is like the string cheese that they put into a ball. It's really cool to see. Very tasty, very fresh. Then you could pretty much get in any comedor at all is chocolate, right? They love chocolate. Chocolate is a very important part of the Oaxacan culture. Again, I have an entire podcast all about the chocolate of Oaxaca and what it means, what it represents, and the cacaos. So the, the most popular thing you could do is chocolate original, right? So that is traditional, which is with just water. However, you could also get it with milk. That is not because they've always just had it with water. You could certainly get that, but that's more of a modern thing to do. Also, there is this champurada, which is chocolate mixed with a corn base. So it's very thick. It's quite flavorful. Pretty much everything has sugar in it. So that is another thing. And you always will get the pan de yema, which is the bread to dip into your hot chocolate. Also, their coffee. Their, I loved the coffee there because it's cafe de olla. So what does that mean? They literally, it's a coffee that is kind of brewed in the pot with the sugar and they also use a lot of cinnamon they use cinnamon for everything so the cafe de olla is really tasty really tasty i definitely recommend you guys trying it out and one thing you're gonna spot a lot every single place pretty much has it especially in the markets are the chapulines Crickets. Crickets is a huge part of their diet. And it is not at all a tourist thing. Like, ooh, look at that. You know, it's a, well, it's very, very common. And you will see people literally like the, the, mainly it's the women selling it, selling hundreds, uh, hundreds of kilos per day. It's absolutely incredible. They usually just have it with salt and lemon that they cook it with, or it has garlic and salt as well. You could also get worms. Worms is another big staple of their diet. And you can actually get the salt with the worm already in it. Like it's actually grated part of the salsa. You just use it kind of like a condiment. It's kind of bizarre. Then the Another really interesting drink that they have, and it mainly comes out in the afternoons, is called tejate. Tejate could only be served by a woman. It is this really interesting, very flavorful drink that has cacao, bean. It's just, I definitely recommend you taste it. You'll find them in these really traditional, huge types of, I don't even know what you could call them, like buckets, but they're made out of ceramic. Very interesting, and I really, really recommend you taste that for sure. It's tejate, and you can pretty much find that anywhere that you will be going. Another thing is really popular are the nieves. Nieve literally means snow, but they have their own really unique nieve flavors, and it's only in Oaxaca that you will really find these nieves, I guess you could say, that because they're okay, there's so many different flavors. Their most popular one is leche quemada, which literally means burnt milk. Personally, 
not my thing. I tried it. It was definitely not my thing. But then we also had one with fruits and then we had one with condensed milk. They have different food, like separate fruit flavors. They also have chocolate, obviously. So there are many. And this is something that I really recommend you guys try out as well while you are there. Other couple of really popular things that you will get are tlayudas. Tlayuda is kind of like, they call it the Mexican pizza. It's not a pizza at all. It's this huge tortilla, huge, and they put all these different things on top of it. Usually has beans, has tomatoes, meat if you're into meat, definitely cheese, all these other things. And the other one is mamelas, which are like these small tortillas that, again, they put little, they put beans on it, meat, tomatoes, whatever you want. And garnachas. Garnachas are kind of like, um, I guess like, to, like they're small. Because in Guatemala, garnachas, they are deep fried tortillas, but they're quite large, right? And they usually have meat with them. You can definitely get them vegetarian style. But here, the garnachas are really tiny. They're probably the smaller than the palm of your hand. Also very similar to the ones in Guatemala. It is fried tortilla and whatnot that you could put on it and of course tacos right tacos is just a mexican thing all no matter where you will go so you'll find tacos taquerias everywhere and that leads me to another interesting observation we have you have the comedores which is like where you sit down and they make the food for you and then you have the food stands and you'll find them all over the markets in the food stands, you are not allowed to cook. You actually have to cook all the food at home, bring it there. You could only warm it up. In the comedores, on the other hand, you cook everything from scratch and then you sit there. In the food stands, you don't sit there. You could eat standing there, but chances are you'll just buy it and walk away with it as well. Now, when you go outside of the markets, there are food vendors everywhere. And of course, taquerias, and they also have all these different corns. They have this thing called esquitas, which is so bizarre. It's literally just the corn, I guess the corn, what do they call Like the little kernels cooked. And then they put Doritos, like crushed Doritos, mayonnaise, chili, lemon. I mean, it was just, like, I am not a very adventurous eater, and I could not bring myself to eat that. It just sounded really wrong. But they are super popular and they are everywhere. My biggest, uh, my biggest thing was marquesitas. These were so delicious and you can find them again everywhere. What is a marquesita? It looks like they're making you a crepe because of the way they start to do it with the with the dough and the way they kind of grill it, but it's not. So marquesita is obviously a sweet thing. You could have it with Nutella, strawberries, condensed milk, uh, dulce de leche, which is like a caramel. And they put this on. And what, for instance, my weakness was the marquesita with lechera and strawberries. Lechera is just condensed milk, right? So he put, they put condensed milk, fresh strawberries. And then instead of like the crepe, how they fold it and it stays soft, they roll it into a tube and it becomes like a waffle uh, base. It's really interesting. It becomes very crispy and crunchy and cracks a lot. But that you can find outdoors all over the place as well. And obviously you have the horchata drinks because they also have a lot of different drinks. Horchata and Rosa Jamaica, which is hibiscus 
uh, hibiscus refreshment types of drinks. So one thing I will tell you about Mexico and Oaxaca, you'll never starve there at all. And everything, it was somebody asked me because I am vegetarian. So what do you think about Mexican food? I'm like, it's fried food with cheese. You can never really go wrong with fried food with cheese, but obviously it is much more richer. It has spices. I mean, the chilies, the moles, everything. So if you guys have a strong palate or you're interested in adventurous food, eat a food traveler, this is definitely the place for you. And I so recommend you take at least an entire day to go visit the markets, eat at the markets, really see how that whole area is all about. Now, if you guys have any questions at all, I would be happy to give you more advice on the different foods that I found there. If you guys have feedback of your own, I'd love to hear it. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave me a review and share it with your friends. And remember to make every day an adventure.